It's bonus time, where Honored Athletics LLC would allow us to present to you the audio version of their weekly Friday night YouTube series. Let's get to it and see what the crew has in store this week. You are tuned in to Athletics LLC with Lamar, Lucius, Big League Chew, and my man Clyde. You're about to be schooled in all things track and field. This is experience. Yes, sir. We are talking past, past present, present, future. future. Y'all listen up. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our, <laughs> our boring tiles. <laughs> Not one big tile anymore. Uh, happy Athletics LLC Day. Happy Merry Christmas Day or happy everything that you celebrate. So... Merry holidays to everyone. Um, welcome one, welcome all. Clyde, how are you tonight, sir? I'll be a lot better if Lamar puts the hoodie up. <laughs> we'll be able to see the sweat dripping off of the Grinch. Right. Lamar, the Grinch, Huffberg. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't. I don't even have words. I'm doing Hanukkah too. I'm doing all. The <laughs> oh my God! I was going to say that, but I didn't. <laughs> Last but definitely not least, Sir Lucius, how are you tonight, sir? I am doing phenomenal. Couldn't excellent. be better. Excellent, excellent. As Eddie Murphy said, "Merry New Year." <laughs> <laughs> That's basically where we're at right about now, right? Yeah. Well, um. Closing out one of our last, is this our last? It is. No, I lied. Second to last show before the new year. Yeah, okay. Simple math. Um, <laughs> public math, uh, public math. I know. She got, oh, she got COVID brain. That's what it is. That's it is. Yes. Wow. Yes. Fell victim to the convention COVID. So <laughs> this special kind of COVID. So still in quarantine jail for about four more days. So. That's fun stuff. But nonetheless, we will bring you Athletic LLC, you know, near, far, and everywhere. <laughs> Sand, sleet, snow, rain, it, it comes to you. So, and COVID. And COVID <laughs> to be added to the list. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's jump in the pool as we always do and just make it a fun one since we don't have much. I mean, we do, but we don't have college football to talk about. We'll, we'll throw a big blanket over it and ask the question, who is the best wide receiver in the NFL? Interesting. I want to hear Krampus's answer. I wanted to hear <laughs> Lucius's answer, honestly. Actually, you know what? That's a good place to start. Sir Lucius, what's well, That's got? a horrible place to start because I don't think Sir Lucius cares, but um, I think that, uh, you know, am I and, and watching the league this year. I don't, I don't, nobody just jumps out of the screen at me, to be honest with you. Um, I think there's some people that are doing great things in certain systems. Uh, I'm a little partial to the guys in, in, in Kansas city and Tyreek Hill and, and Travis Kelsey, but I think, I think that, you know, I know Kelsey's a tight end. Nobody has to tell me that. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I like that. Um, I like my man Jefferson out in uh, LA. I think he's doing a good job. Um, but again, I don't think there's anybody that I'm ready to just anoint as the best guy in the league. So that's my answer. All right. 
since since Lucius has taken a passive stance, I'm going to take a more aggressive stance and ask the question this way. I'm going to answer the question with the question. <laughs> whoever Lamar is going to give me and whoever Lucius just threw out, I'm going to... My thing is when you're asking, because this is a right now question, right, True. This is a correct. So I'm gonna need someone to explain to me how it's not Cooper Cup. Anybody well, I don't have to throw. I don't have to I don't have to explain how that they're to you. better than Cooper Cup. I don't have to explain that to you. You don't? Because you agree. No, because I was I was about to read to you Cooper Cup's stats. Well, there it is. Cooper Cup is on pace to smash, and I mean smash, every statistical wide receiving record that anybody ever cares about. And here's the thing. If Devontae Adams was having his season, if Hopkins was having his season, if Mr. Jefferson in Minnesota was having his season, if anybody black was having his season, oh, they'd be the greatest wide receiver in the NFL. By far, it wouldn't even be a discussion. Cooper Cup is well before you jump on that bandwagon. I will say this: he's not on pace to break every every record that is Reception. that is feasible. Receptions, yards, and touchdowns. He's, he's not going to break. The, okay, first of all, he's not going to break the yards one. And if he does, remember he's in seventeen games, not sixteen. Hey, I don't make the rules, brother. I, well, okay. So, so at the end of the day, like I said, <laughs> the receptions numbers and and the receiving numbers are going to be inflated because of seventeen. That notwithstanding, I understand what you're saying. Like, let me let me throw some numbers in there for, for statistical assist to my uh, lighter skinned colleague. Uh, I don't know if every if one of y'all play fantasy football, but let me just help you. Double digits, so ten points or above, is a solid, acceptable week from a fantasy football receiver. Above twenty is a phenomenal week. Thirty, and you're a unicorn. So. Let me read you Cooper Cup's weeks by week. 35, 40, 30, his worst week of the year, 11, 16, 37, 40, 27, 20, 26. And praise God they had a bye. 18, 29, 34, 37. Okay, so that's interesting, but I don't, I don't want to get wrapped up in fantasy stats because that's, you know, it's fantasy, right? My issue is this. Okay. I think most people would agree that Jerry Rice is the greatest wide receiver to ever play the game. I don't usually He's the greatest football player to ever play the game. Now you're going to get pushed back. I'm really trying not to get distracted. Stop it. Just true. <laughs> not better. Stop. Stop. Just anyway, true. I'm going to ignore that. <clears throat> Undoubtedly the greatest wide receiver. Without question. Jerry Rice was not the fastest wide receiver on his own team. He only ran a 4-6-40. He wasn't the tallest. Okay. And he had, until Tom Brady came along, the greatest quarterback ever. So when I ask people, like, how do you determine the greatest? Is it talent or is it production? For me, that question is always answered by production because I don't care how fast you are if you can't get open. I don't care how tall you are if you drop balls. Cooper Cup right now is the best wide receiver in the NFL, and it's really not even close. Are there faster people? Absolutely. Are there taller? Yes, but Cooper Cup is taller than most people think he is. He's 6'2", okay? 
is are there bigger people? Yeah, he ain't built like DK Metcalf, but production, it's not even close. Now, whether you focus on fantasy production or actual production, Coop, no wide receiver, if I'm if I'm if I'm correct about this, I think I am. No wide receiver has ever accomplished the triple crown, meaning at the end of the season, they won uh, catches, yards, and touchdowns. And he is right now poised to do the triple crown. No one's done it. So if it's somebody else, I need somebody to explain to me how it's somebody else, other than the fact that we don't want to give credit to him because he just so happens to be white. Well, I don't know why the race car gets keeping tossed around here. Maybe that's because that's half of your your, your heritage. But um, for me, because like, people, because okay. people don't even consider him top ten. Okay, okay. because so he's look, being hated. I'm not. On I'm, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not going to go that far um, to say he's not top anything. I think he's definitely has to be the topic of discussion here. And but I don't. I don't know why you have to play the race card here. I mean, the guy's really good. But nobody's doubting that. You know, not doubting that at all. Yeah, so, I mean, if Cooper Cup was green, it wouldn't matter. Exactly. The numbers exactly. are the numbers are ridiculous. Exactly. Let's just give the man credit for being a great wide receiver, and let's not focus on the color of his skin. That's all I'm saying. We agree on that, but the people in the public don't. Well, that's their issue. And, I, and again, see, I I can't participate in that conversation because I haven't had that with anybody. So I I'm, I'm not, you know. You're, you're, you're the Twitter guy. Barely tweet at all. How dare you? The, per, the person on this show that tweets more than anybody is Chew. I do not. <laughs> no question. Yeah, but, but, you went, but a year ago, you had the biggest Twitter following of any of us. So, I mean, come on. That's just because I won all the contests, as I should. Yeah. But, <laughs> anyway, next. The Twitter Twitch strike again. Well, <laughs> so I'm sure that people agree with are, me. People are probably upset that that uh, that Clyde and I agree, but we do right well, now. I, I'm shocked that, that we agree. For, so, so for honorable mention, uh, the the people behind Cooper Cup that I would say is probably some order from uh, Devonte Adams number two and D Hop number three. That's for me, but uh, I would yeah. probably go. I, 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 I would like probably Mr. go Jefferson. Devonte Adams. I'd probably go Devonte Adams, Tyreek Hill. See, because because here's what I'm gonna tell you. People don't give Tyreek Hill credit for skill because he's the fastest dude. But if you watch his route running, it's disgusting. You watch him go in and out of breaks, it's disgusting. You watch where they line him up, it's disgusting. So at the end of the day, like that, I mean, a lot is always a, is always an interesting number, but I'll just say this. I mean, Terrell Owens led the league in drops a couple of different times that he also led the league in reception yards. So like at the end of the day, I think drops are overblown. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, listen, your job is to catch the ball. So I'm not saying like, it's not relevant. I'm just saying, I'm not going to look D hop never drops a ball, but I don't think, I don't think he's better than Tyree kill right now. Cause we're talking about productive productivity, right? I, I am. I mean, Larry, Larry Fitzgerald may be the best catcher of the football like physical catcher of the football ever. He was, I don't think ever the best receiver in football because again, productivity matters. Fair enough. Interesting enough, coming into the season, Cooper Cup was ranked 27th coming in. Devontae Adams was number one. Coming into so, the season. Coming into the season, mm. yeah. So... Which which, Just, which uh, makes that which which makes that an irrelevant stat at you know this point in the season. Yep. And, 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 and I'm gonna I'm gonna just venture to say that it was ranked that 
based on his performance, not by the color of his skin. Uh, it was based on 2020 stats. Exactly. Not because he's white. <clears throat> okay. Because he'll be he'll be ranked number one next year. Promise you. No shot. No. No, he won't. And if he if he finishes up the way he's finishing up, he'll be ranked number one. Yes, me. Mm-hmm. Rankings are ranking rankings of football players are always really weird. So I I, I don't know if I would take that bet. Right. <laughs> R- rankings of football players are always very strange. Like for instance, and we're, I'm gonna say this and then we move on. Um, right now, um, somebody who I honestly didn't I did not give this man credit until this year, but uh, I don't know how you can be like in the top three in every statistical category. Uh, of a position and not be a pro bowler, but Matt Stafford is not a pro bowler and he's literally top three in yards, uh, touchdowns, touchdown interception ratio. And he's probably top three in MVP voting, but somehow he's not a pro bowler. So ranking rankings in football. The the, the problem he has is then he he play on the same side of the the league as uh, Brady and uh, Brady Rogers. Who's the third, right? No, I'm asking who's the third. Oh, the the uh, the angry midget, Kyler Murray. That there's angry toddler. He's a, he's, Sorry, he's, angry he's, toddler. He's in the he's in the wrong he's in the wrong division. <laughs> but he's not in the wrong division because look, him and him and Kyler Murray have the same number of interceptions, and and Kyler Murray has 14 fewer touchdowns. Of the perception here, sir. Yeah, yeah, but that, but that's why I said the the whole well, the biggest about, problem is about. His rankings are very strange. Is Brady and Rodgers? That's his biggest problem, right there. So. I mean, yeah, that, they're they're a problem. <laughs> yeah. All right. So bringing it back into our realm, we'll come back into the stadium. Uh, like we noted, uh, we were all at the coaches' convention uh, last week, and so we just want to give kudos, shout out, whatever, to the Bowerman Award winners. Um, on the female side, I think Mo won for the females, and then on the uh, male side, um, Javon Harrison won. So um, congratulations uh, for the three tiles. You know, I don't want to say are you in agreement, but thoughts on that? Well, no, I, I've on more than one occasion voiced my displeasure with the three CA and their running of this award, and uh, this might be the possibly the first year they got it absolutely right. So kudos to them. I mean, it's probably also the easiest year they've ever had to do it, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you couldn't mess this one up. This could I mean, a, a thing Mo set six records and Javon Harrison, I don't think lost to a collegiate in either event. Some crazy yeah. nonsense like that. Okay, so I, no, none of us are gonna disagree that the right people got the awards. I mean, listen, we're never going to see an a thing mo again at this level. So I'm glad. I, I, I would say never. Oh, I'm, say I'm never. saying never. We can disagree <laughs> about that. Should never. You should never say never. I'm saying never. The unicorn mm-hmm. is the unicorn. The goat is the goat. That is the greatest. Uh, I wouldn't even qualify it as female. That's the greatest NCAA track athlete I've ever seen. I don't think anybody's coming after that anytime soon. So I agree with Lamar that um, this was the 
This was the easiest or should have been the easiest vote ever on both sides. Um, no disrespect to the other nominees, but Harrison and Mo were just that much better than everybody this year. However, since you know my job around here is to be petty, um, there were a plethora of wannabe conspiracy theorists out there claiming that it was gonna go other ways. I'm looking at you, Soul. Um, and you know, I just, I don't know why there's so much pessimism surrounding the Bowerman. I wholeheartedly disagree with Sir Lucius. I think they get it right the majority of the years. There's been, there's been some missteps, but I think the majority of the time they do get it right. And I had no doubt that they would get. We this will have that discussion off, off screen one of these days. But yeah, Fair enough. I, 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 don't I don't think they've gotten it right. Because I, I, I can name about four or five times I know they screwed it up. So, but don't but At don't least. get it twisted. There was a lot of people, especially on the men's side of things, that swore it was going to Hawker, and I'm like, Hawker's the third best person on the dais. How's that going to work? But you know, I digress. Y'all were wrong. I'd love some Twitter public apologies <laughs> on that. Because y'all was y'all was strong in your belief that it was going the other way. Real strong. Saul had the Indiana bias though. Saul Saul's all about it because Hawker's from Cathedral. Oh, absolutely. And and listen, if, if anybody was gonna have that bias, it'd be me, right? I mean, Hawker and I went to the same high school, but at the end of the day, like, listen. I feel bad, not bad, bad, but I feel bad for Cole Hawker and I feel bad uh, for, for Tyra Giddens because they had incredible years, just bad birthdays. Like, I mean, wrong year to have those years. There it is. I mean, you, you could have missed, you could have missed the thing, Mo, pretty easily. Just wait a year. <laughs> right. Right. Well, she but, is the only, her and Turner Washington are the only two returning, correct, out of the nominees? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, put together another campaign. In theory, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. So, um, along those same lines, the other award that was given, uh, or I guess recognitions, were the Hall of Fame awards. Uh, this the inductions of the Hall of Fame uh, coaches, and you know something that was brought up was the the <clears throat> titles of those who are being nominated and then inducted. Oh, I shouldn't say nominated, inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, Clyde, you had brought this up, so I'm gonna ask you to kind of explain that a little more or talk about it a little bit more. No, so, you know, you. it was brought to my attention and to full disclosure, I'm in the middle of trying to figure this out. Um, I hadn't fully figured it out yet, but it was brought to my attention that there aren't any assistant coaches in the Hall of Fame or you know, almost none. And if that's true, I wonder if that's a matter of process or if that's just a matter of circumstance. For example, I hope that one would not have to land the designation of head coach or director of track and field or administrator at some level to, you know what I mean, to land in the Hall of Fame because there are some far worthy candidates who have only been assistant coaches. And obviously I think the name that would pop up in our heads, A1 would be Vince Anderson. Um, 
not really sure why Vince Anderson in, isn't in the Hall of Fame, but he should be. And <laughs> we should get that nomination process off the ground immediately. But if it's I think true, the argument that the, that, the, that the supporters of the Alphabet crew will bring is that because of when they started, there's a great, there's a huge backlog of coaches that need to go in. So in theory, okay, so I'm, I'm going to tell you this you're, whoever told you that is wrong because Dan passed in the Hall of Fame and he was never a head coach. Okay, good. Okay. I didn't know he was in there, actually. Well, well deserved, obviously. Yeah. So whoever said so that, that is, he, but he's, so only, that he's the only one that I can. Right. I think he he may actually be the only assistant in there though. Well then, right. well then, there you go. So, I, I'm I, I have two Hall of Fame campaigns that I am strongly on the bandwagon for. the The original one was Richie Bean. That needs to happen, and now I am on the Vince Anderson train. If, if unless there's some kind of assistant bias, Vince Anderson yeah. and, and Richie Bean 2022 Hall of Fame class, we need to make sure we get that done. But congratulations but, but, to those who went in. Well deserved. But back on the assistant coach topic, you know, Dan did some great things at different schools. But there are other very, very worthy assistant coaches out there that should be, you know. Throw them out. And again, Vince Anderson. Look, Vince Anderson comes directly to mind. Okay. And because, well, so let's just, let's just put this in real life, life terms. All right. So if you go and look at the successes that the head coaches have, there's, some, there's assistant coaches behind that, right? So we can't discount the role that assistant coaches play in the success of a head coach. You just you can't discount that. So I think that if, if assistant coaches are being nominated and they're not being taken seriously, then shame on you, 3 C. Shame on you. Do you, do you think... Do you think it's that exact dynamic that may be playing a part in this reality? Because, okay, <clears throat> you've been at Florida the whole time, right? Obviously, you have your own specific accolades that warrant your status there. But if at another campus, there were assistant coaches that were primarily, like when, the head, when a team wins, the head coach gets the lion's share of the accolades as they should, right? Mm -hmm. But if it's the assistant coaches that are directly responsible for the work, the, the performances that lead to the points that lead to the championships, and that's consistent over a, a whole career, do you think part of the problem is that the head coaches ultimately take that credit as to why they wouldn't be recognized at a Hall of Fame level? And again, I, I can't speak to that. You know, all I know is, is like I said, if, if, if people are, see, I think the big key, first of all, is, are these people being nominated? But let's just talk about Vince. I know Vince has been nominated because I've nominated Vince myself, right? Yeah. So the fact that he's been overlooked because I've nominated him twice is a travesty, right? And so I don't get that. You know, it's just, it's just not right. So if there's other assistant coaches that are deserving, that have been nominated, that are being overlooked, then that's wrong. Because, you know, you, I, I don't think you have to shoot to be a director of track and field or whatever, you know, to be in the Hall of Fame. That's not, that's not right. And if you're a Hall of Fame level coach, you're producing Hall of Fame level stats, then you should be invited to the dance and allowed to dance yeah. whenever you like. I mean, I, I, can definitely, I can definitely think of an assistant coach right now that 
just based on accolades belongs in the Hall of Fame. He would probably argue with me, but I don't think there's you got what we'll say of all the events that that he coaches there's both genders there's one event that he hasn't had an ncaa champion brian blue tree brian blue tree well there you and go shot, and we can't and we can't, and we can't use and we can't use the excuse that we don't let it retire people in because there are coaches in the hall of fame that are still coaching yeah. yeah. So absolutely. the interesting part, I'm, I'm on the nomination form right now. These are the categories of which you can, the positions that you can nominate, director, head track, and cross country, head track, head cross country, assistant track, assistant cross, volunteer administrator, other. So right. those are the various titles that you can nominate, whether they win or not, who knows, but nomination so form not, allows that for it. Right, so allows it's not a process it. question. So it's not a, it's not a, they can't, they can't win process, right? So to our resident statistician, <clears throat> I would love to know as, as we sit here today, how many coaches are in the Hall of Fame? And if Dan Path is the only assistant of all those people, I, I think wh however these things are considered needs to be uh, looked at again. <laughs> Because that's wild to me. Okay. So because here's, here's another perfect example, right? Like, it, it, would anybody argue that Bush X Matter belongs in a Hall of Fame of some sort? Uh, absolutely does. Would not argue that at so, all. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd have put Boo in over a whole bunch of presentations I've cut through, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, I, I was basically going to say what he just said. It's like, there's a whole lot of people I could think of to go into the Hall of Fame. And I never want to say better than the people that are in the Hall of Fame. That sounds so haterish, but I just mean they're, they're equally deserving to people who are in the Hall of Fame. Sure. Uh, okay. So listen, if the, this Hall of Fame is relatively new, right, compared to others around the globe, right? So if the priority of the Alphabet crew is to get the most deserving people in the door first, uh, damn it, Boo should have been in a long time ago. Vince Anderson should I mean, have been in a long time. Blue both of those been things in a are long facts. Time. You know what I mean? So I've, I'm very curious about this. It was a very interesting conversation um, that that I so happened to to start in the earshot of and, and get into uh, waiting in a line. And <laughs> so like, really? if my math serves me correct, don't hold it against me. I know there's 20 per page and there's 10 full pages. So that's 200 and there's four on the last page. So 204 and its inception is in 19. The first class was 1995. Yeah, that's relatively new. So, so yeah, 205. If there's only one assistant coach in there, damn path. I, I'm, I'm going to say, I got an issue with that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. There, there's definitely more than, more than one of the top quote unquote 204 coaches ever that's been that's been an assistant coach predominantly yeah so interesting interesting conversation to follow or topic to follow at that there there you have it alphabet crew get on your job uh, um so uh kind of going through and recognizing some things as well 
um, we've talked about it a number of times at different fashions on the show here and, and definitely in outside conversations not being recorded or with others, um, just about the subpar performances that we saw at the Olympics from specifically the males. Um, so with that being said, knowing that 2022, we have worlds coming up, um, which male athletes, which male events, are we particularly looking for some better performances? Uh, maybe call it better results. I don't know. What are we looking for? Well, Who I are mean, we looking for? Clearly are we, we going around the circle a few times here? Are we going one at a time and around the circle? <laughs> well, you just jump in, I guess. I don't know. Well, go, go for, for it, Sir Lucius. I just don't, well, want, I mean, I I just don't want Lamar to get like top six answers like he likes to do, and then we all end up. <laughs> wow. Okay, so I'm just going to give a basic answer for me is like, one, we've, we've talked about this a little bit, and we do need to step up our game. And obviously, in the sprints, in the hurdles, in the field, you I know, mean, just, just pick an area. Like, there's only, like, we've got some dominant folks. I mean, you know, let's talk about the people that medal, you know, uh, Fred in the 100, Grant in the hurdles, Ryan in the hurdles. Where's the backup? We got Krauser, you know, and, and he's doing his thing, but where's the discus throwers? Where's the javelin? Uh, the pole vault has been stronger in the past. And so I think as, as a whole, we get, we got a lot of places to show up. I think I just did what you accused Lamar to, I didn't, so I apologize. <laughs> I wasn't going to say nothing. I was just like, oh, okay, so we're just up to five? Got it. Yeah, okay. But you'll be, you'll be a little more detailed than I was, sir, because that's what you did. <laughs> Uh, would you like me to go find? Go for it. Um, well, I'm not gonna pick on the sprinters because you know I don't I don't want Marvin Bracy to go uh, viral again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he just did. Give me damn. Um, real talk though, what I'm looking for is Donovan Brazier to be back healthy for Sam Kendrick to not have COVID at the very, very end or be accused of having COVID or whatever happened. Not 100% sure, because I feel like he never really actually had COVID. But anyway. He had COVID. I, 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 I don't know. I just, it, it was ambiguous the way he put it, is my point. Anyway, uh, there's it was, two, little, it was then, a little Aaron Rodgers. It was a little Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it was. And then, and then there's the obvious, you know, elephant in the room is like, look, I, I'm looking for Christian Coleman to come back and be the dude. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, I mean, I, I feel like Christian Coleman is, is a whole lot of deodorant for some things that stunk last year. And, and, and that will be good. You, you know, are, that will be good. You are terrible. You're terrible. I mean, isn't that the way it goes like this? And I, I'm a fan of a horrible <laughs> football team. Right. Here's the thing. If we had a better quarterback, so we would have won half of our games this year because we have a really good defense. And then people wouldn't be talking about how hot trash we are. When the truth is, we are. We are bad. We have one <laughs> reputable offensive player, Saquon Barkley. Okay, so so we, we're going to talk, can't tell you to talk about the men's performance. See, so, here, so here's my thing. First of all, I don't think that the men's performance was as atrocious as everybody thinks it was. I think the I rest of the you. world has gotten a lot better. Um, and obviously, a lot of this is wrapped around the relay. But, you know, I want to see the return of, of the Gator Boys in the Triple J. I want to see that. They get back to where it is. 
And for gosh sake, can we act like we are what we used to be and be the dominant country in the freaking long jump? Because it's not that they're jumping that far, it's just that we're not, in my opinion, anyway. I mean, the long jump on the 400 literally used to be gold medals you could just write down in pen. Exactly, yes. You know, and, and they're not anymore. And we got to get back to that. And I think that, you know, the problem for me is that I just don't see, okay, like, I need to see Devin and uh, Daniel step up, right? It's time. You know, you know, Devin had a great postseason, but like, you know, there used to be a time when, like, the USA had two or three medals every time. And, you know, it wasn't uncommon for us to sweep the high hurdles. You know, and obviously, if we're going to get in the fray in the foreign hurdles, we got a lot of work to do because that event is, yeah. But I'm, Clyde, I'm sorry. I, it's, we, we're kind of not letting you talk right now. I apologize. Oh, no, you good. You good. So, <clears throat> should repeat the question for me. <laughs> um, with the subpar performances that we saw at the Olympics, specifically from the males, uh, with Worlds 22 coming up, what events, which athletes are we looking for some better performances, better results from? So <clears throat> the, the term subpar is definitely subjective. And what I'm looking most forward to are not specifically the quote unquote worst of the situations that went on this summer. Arguably, they're some of the best. But when it, if, if I look at the question in terms of subpar, what Grant did in the Olympic final is beneath him. And he is so much better than everybody else on the planet. I am looking forward to watching Grant Holloway in the cathedral not only win, but when by the margin that he is deserving and capable of doing, like I want him to put this to bed in only the way that Grant Holloway could. I wanna see that. I wanna see Rye step in to the full development of what he can do with that event. Because if he doesn't, we know that he can do something never before seen and oops, lose. Right. So I want to see those two people specifically be the men that they are capable of being because at their best form, they're the best we've ever seen in those events, I believe. And so, you know, there's a lot of smaller issues that went on that, that I could nitpick at and probably will, but those two guys, because I think they're the best that we have, period. I want to see them dominate in ways like Ryan Krauser dominated his field this year because they can. They are capable of that. And so that's what I want to see. I want to see the best of what we have carry it that way. Um, yes, Christian's return is very intriguing. I, I am, <laughs> our sport is very much what have you done for me lately? And until I see evidence that Christian is in the form that he used to be, I'm not convinced that it will necessarily go that way. But it's intriguing and I'm here for it. <clears throat> um, I think the men's 200 from an American perspective is 
wide open, not because it's wide open, not because it's weak. It's wide open because it's awesome. Like you could have a, you know, a 19, seven type dude, not make the team that could happen. So, you know, I'm very intrigued by what our 200 meter situation looks like. I'm, I look forward to us sweeping uh, the men's 200 because we should. Um, <clears throat> the men's 400 looks a little weak from an overall perspective, but I don't think Michael Cherry is going to be weak. Uh, and I'm very interested to see what Michael Cherry is going to do with the momentum that he ended his, that he carried through this entire season and, and the way he ended it. Um, I'm very intrigued by that. Um, I agree with the long jump, triple jump situation. <clears throat> and uh, I don't know who per se, but seeing as how, you know, we are at the cathedral, seeing as how this is the first time a world championships has been held on American soil. Um, I would love to see the American male distance runners have something to say. Uh, I I'd love to see that happen right now. You know, the 800 isn't really considered a distance race anymore. And, you know, I, I think we're all looking for the, the return mentally, emotionally, and physically of Donovan Brazier because he's awesome. But, you know, 1500, 5K, steeple, 10K, I'd love to have the Americans uh, have something to say about that. I, ooh, I'm so glad you said that. I, I would <clears throat> say this, I, I think the three situations I'm most looking forward to seeing how they emerge this year uh, in this order. Number three, whether Cole Hawker and Matt Centrowitz, probably the two best American kickers we've ever had, can produce metal performances on their home tracks, literally. Two, uh, I'm very 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 interested to see what a fully operational death star version of mr turner looks like this year because let's not forget that that young man is a 70 meter discus thrower and a 72 72 foot shot putter so i am without question waiting to see what that's gonna be like this year if he's fully healthy all year and then lastly and i think you don't love track if you don't love this guy, but Javon Harrison not having to do all that he had to carry for LSU last year. I just can't like, listen, there's no ceiling to that. Like if you ask me, can somebody jump 28 feet and eight feet in the same year? I'd be like, no, you're high for asking that. But the truth of the matter is if you've seen him do either thing, you know that both things are possible. So I'm interested to see who he is as a pro, whether he continues to try to battle through both. Um, but, but the career of Javon Harrison is one of the most intriguing things probably in the entire sport of track and field for me to see. I want to see what that becomes. Interesting. I think, it's all good. I think there's a lot. Yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot. And we'll see how that pans out. And oh, I'm do sorry. not. <clears throat> I'm sorry, because we all just sidestepped this, and there's no way we're getting off of this. Um, uh, the the most immediate thing we're all waiting to see is uh, who's going to be coaching the relay. 
Get it right. <laughs> get it right. Because let's not get it twisted. We can get all the medals we want. If we don't fix that issue, that's the only conversation that's going to be had. So get it right. Listen, I wonder Le- if Leslie, that- Leslie Jones and Kevin Hart are waiting. <laughs> right. Only they'll be in person. They'll be on the field. They will be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, um, I wonder if that's going to be announced be with the rest of the team. I doubt it. They'll probably bring Who that knows? I mean, I feel like Sir Lucius already knows. He just doesn't want to tell us. I mean, I wasn't going to say that out loud, but. <laughs> oh goodness oh goodness all right so opening the floodgates a little bit more than the previous question who has the most to prove in 2022 male or female or male and female put it that way you choose you pick your poison <laughs> i mean is there more than one answer it's not shakari richardson yeah, yeah, you're gonna say that she goes right to the top of the list, right? I mean, I mean if the I mean, question is, is who has the yeah. most to prove, I, I I don't know how there could be an answer better different than hers. Yeah, I mean, I think I think she's the obvious obvious uh, answer, but then you got other folks. You like you like you, Grant and Grant and Rye have things to prove. You know, I think uh, Christian Taylor, Will Clay have things to prove. I think clearly Michael Norman <laughs> has something to prove as does Don, that's Donovan, a big you know, one Don, Donovan Brazier you know there's there's some people that's out there that, that you know you know um I, I think that I would think that one Miss Quinera Hayes has has a little chip on her shoulder you know after after what happened to her you know you know with, with obviously not running well in the final not being able to run the relay I think that she obviously has you know something to prove and oh, she, know, got and biggest, will yeah, after this sure. she got the biggest chip on her shoulder for sure absolutely yeah you know <laughs> You know, so I think that, um, and that's just from the American perspective. I think I think that somebody that people need to keep a really close eye on is Miss Bowl. Well, I'm sure I'm butchering her name, the foreign hurdler, because she just yeah, she just bowl, she just gets better and better and better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and let's let's take it a little bit down to to let's let's throw some let's throw some uh, some collegiate f- flavor in this. Clearly, Gabby. I mean. Gabby, Abby Steiner has shown that she has superstar type talent. Yes, sir. We got to show up and do it on the big stage. Mm-hmm. I, I, she I, has shown she can be a rock star. If she's healthy, I, I, I'll say it like I said it last year. If she's healthy, no way she's off that team. She's on the mm-hmm. team and she's healthy. Mm-hmm. Now, when she gets there, that's when she will, at that moment, you know, have, have things to prove. But, you know... <clears throat> Well, don't, don't yeah. you by definition have things to prove when you ran the fastest 400 in the entire world and don't make it out of the first round of the Olympics? Yeah. I mean, I, I look, y'all know I love Mr. Ross, but I mean, he, that's definitely somebody who has something to prove. And, you know, like, look, we, we skirt around him sometimes, but I mean, hell, let's just be honest. Christian Coleman has things to prove. Well, see, okay. I don't disagree with you. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure what Christian has a crew other than he just needs to turn his whereabouts for him. So I'm going to leave that. Right, 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 right. <laughs> like, yeah, like Christian has to prove other than that, a professional. It, exactly. Because right? Christian, like, yeah. when Christian is healthy and shows up, he doesn't have anything to prove to anybody. You know? Well, but, well, I, I, but I do, though, right? 
but okay, he needs to be more professional. And um, but I would say Shamir Little goes to one of one of the top of that list as well. See, right. And that's, that's, yes. that's actually yeah. I wasn't thinking of Shamir, but but that's the kind of answer that I was thinking of. See, to me, for me and other people, maybe maybe y'all, y'all might disagree with me on this, but in our game, in our sport, in our world, medals are how you are ultimately defined. So to me, if you have a medal next to your name, I'm not gonna throw you in the box of you have something to prove per se. Like I get that you could, you know, like you got a silver, you wanted the gold, you got the bronze, you wanted the silver, I get that. But there are so many people who don't have any of that, they're first in line with you got something to prove. Especially, That's fair. especially if you're the type that runs your mouth. You know what I mean? So it, mm -hmm. it's those people that have the most to prove for me. But if you got a medal, like, hey, you do your thing, right? Christian got medals. Like, bro, be a professional okay. and you're good. <laughs> what, what, what about your, your, uh, your preseason favorite for the 100-meter gold medal last year? Obviously, he's got things to prove, right? Ran 976 mm -hmm. and 977 last year. Well... Trayvon also has medals. So he got a little medal. He got a medal. He's got, he's got a medal. But seven years ago. Hey, listen, seven years ago. Hey, look, see, I am not going to allow you to pick on everybody else's people and not pick on your own. That is totally, that is totally beneath who you are and how you handle it your business. It is. I, I want you I to read understand. Hold on. Yeah, I, of course you don't because you're just because that's what you do. So I want you to be. The same petty guy with that dude as y'all and everybody else. Maybe you're afraid he's gonna call you out. Then the day, I'm just I'm just picking at you right now. And I am not <clears throat> picking at Trayvon Bromel or okay, his wait, coach Paul, at no, all. Neither but, am but, I. But but but, but the, end of the end of the day is I'll make it simple for you. I'll make it simple. I'll make it simple for you. The entire tumbleweed track club, with the Ooh. exception of Andre DeGrasse, Ali. <laughs> Has things to prove. How about that? Wow. I mean, that's simple enough. Yeah, that's, that, uh, that's, that's not that's who fire. you that's are. <laughs> See, now, now you're back to now you're back to being who you are. Andre and Nia, nothing to prove. Everybody else, let's go. And that's fair. I mean, like it's, it's fair. Though, and I don't even know. I, I hope there's a Nia Ali return on the menu this year. I, I don't know if we all is. do. We all do. Because I don't know if there is. Nia, because Nia just brings something. She, you know, she brings something to the fray, doesn't she? Right. Like, you know, if I, Nia makes the USA Nia. final, good luck keeping her off that team. <laughs> we, the game that misses show, the, um, Yeah. I, I got show. a really good one for, to add to this list. Uh, and his best lifetime performances happened at the uh, former version of the Cathedral. One Mr. Jerry and Lawson. Oh wow, yeah. Sure. Hey, and I'll, I'll, I'll add one. I add one of our guys in there, Marquise Dibby. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Massive. Like both yeah. the, both those dudes are otherworldly talented, and we all yeah. like it's like <clears throat> we're all tapping our toes, like we're waiting, now, we're I, waiting because we, we have the I'm crown glad. ready to give to you. <laughs> now, see, I'm glad you, you know? put that in there because I wasn't even thinking about that. Dendy's in that in that box I was talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Mad talented. He's definitely had a bunch of, of horrific injuries. We all understand that. But mad talented has made the teams and talks a lot. So I'm gonna need Dendy 
to come through with one of these medals. That that's it's that's gotta happen. He and he will gladly accept that challenge. I'm gonna speak for him on that one. He'll gladly accept that challenge. <laughs> I am a massive Marquise Dendy fan. Massive fan. As as am I. <laughs> as am I. <laughs> well that uh... I mean, yeah, for sure. We'll we'll graciously bow out of our topics on that one because that is a high note and some great call outs, challenges, call them what you may, in positive manners. So please clip that and make that go viral. Um, right, exactly. Right. Yeah. Clip, clip that. Well, there were a little um, two clippable items. One I think will be on the more negative <laughs> side. Because <laughs> see, because see, because here's the thing: like we all grew up in a time when. Like there was no event that was a gimme for the USA, especially in the sprints and hurdles, right? Like, you know, you had to run 13-0 or 12-9 to make the team. You had to run 48 low, 47 high to make the team. You had to run 43 to make the team. You had to jump 28, 29 feet to make the team. We want to see that again. Get back to that. You know, that's all we're asking. So if we put you on our list, we think you can do that kind of stuff, you know? And so, so I want to put this out there about the men's hundred, and I'm that I'm gonna follow the EP's instruction and let this roll along. Okay, there are eleven men in the USA who have PRs at sub nine ninety, and a twelfth is at nine ninety one. Okay, we gotta show up and do it. We cannot be EP. What can they we not be? Can't lose to the Italian. They they, they cannot be Fugazi time travelers. There you go. <laughs> and it happened. <laughs> yeah, it happened. I, he, I, I poked that there. I apologize. I, yeah, I poked that. Listen, you I, 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 I need yeah. the rest. I need all of our followers and listeners, including those wonderful gentlemen who I think the world of, to understand my heart on all of this. I am an incredibly prideful U.S. Olympian. Um, on my business cards, I was like almost tearful that I got to put OLY behind my name. I wanna see us be the big bad wolf again. Yes. Right, like and, and, we and, and, and need- So, so I wanna say something to, here in your defense EP. The EP is a big Marvin Bracey fan. Huge. Has been for a long time. And there is no bigger uh, Trayvon Bromel fan than Clyde. They don't, they don't exist, right? So nobody's picking on anybody. And, and, and to my knowledge, Clyde is, you know, pretty big fan of a lot of people in the Tumbleweed Club. He just wants them to show up and do their job. That's all. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's, that's where it's at, right? Like, look, this is, people need to understand, like, I'm a huge track and field historian. And we need more Danny Everett's and uh, I'm trying to think of monster people who got uh, Joe Green's and um Leroy Burrell's like people who put up monster careers who lost a US championship because they got like you know what I mean like we we were so deep that somebody was better than them and they were great amongst themselves right like it's, that's there, what we there, need. there are there are people you know older guys I, I'm I'm gonna go to a guy that and I don't know exactly what his PBs are but um, he's, he's the, the dad, the Lyles brother's dad, Kevin. Kevin, if I'm going to stop a second, was a 44-something guy. 
Today, Kevin's a beast. Back then, it was like he was just Kevin, right? So I mean, let's take the obvious we, one, we, Andrew Valman. How, how good is he if he's yeah. out now? Oh, if Andrew's the guy right now, like he's the guy because Andrew's going to show up at the show and get it done. Like that was Andrew's deal. Like Andrew was never the guy that was, he wasn't afraid of anybody. And that's what we're trying to say here. We need to get back to those days where you come to the meet and go, man, if I don't run 44 mid, I'm not making the final. If I don't find a way to run 43, I'm not going to be in the top three. You know, you know, we got, you know, the hundred guys, they run fast at our drop. Now we got to go, we got to go to worlds and Olympics to get it done. just being accountable don't get your butt hurt because accountability Accountability, baby DYJ do your job all right well um we are back to our order let's call it that for rapid fire so the Grinch is in line so I can't remember the Grinch song I was going to try to rattle it off for you but I don't remember no there you Mr. go. Mr. Grinch. <clears throat> All right. Hoodies up. You ready, Hoodies sir? Hoodies up. Yes. Um, Whataburger or In-N-Out? In-N-Out. Stop it. <laughs> um, pulling it back out in, back in the 90s. Who was your favorite and one player? I guess early 2000s. Um, listen, I'm, you are right in my wheelhouse. I love every single one of them but I'm just going to say this right now. If the professor is not your favorite, you're a racist. And that's all you could be because at the end of the day, look, hot sauce was disgusting. Escalade was hilarious. Duke Tango's probably the best non-hooper in the history of basketball because, oh, baby, is synonymous with the 90s, right? And it's a black man running around with a rainbow wig. But the only question you can ask yourself, you go back and watch the and ones, right? Because let's look, I, look, I was all about it. They look, the professor got on the bus on the first stop and had to defend his spot every single spot from one side of the country to the next. And he cooked everybody. And at the end of the day, if you don't, think that that if your question is not how did he not play in the nba then you don't like basketball because i swear i think i've seen i've seen that dude miss three jumpers ever there's not a person who can stay in front of him so uh, i'm sorry it's the professor <laughs> the short answer <laughs> uh he's still around believe it or not he actually still does appearances and is on social media fyi so you can ig him no, uh, he plays on. wide receiver for the Raiders. It's Hunter Renfro. Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> look at them. It's the same dude, I swear to God. <laughs> um, for Christmas, fake tree or real tree? Uh, okay, again, I don't understand fake trees. Oh, they're awesome. It, it, for those with allergies, they make sense. <laughs> I, and you know what? I'm not one of those people, so I get it. But I... I yeah, real tree. Okay. Have you ever seen the ballet the Nutcracker? Absolutely. The Nutcracker. Got it. Um, when you travel, duffel bag or suitcase? Oh, that was the question. Got yeah. it. I thought there was question a follow-up question. My, I was like <laughs> waiting for like mark. toy soldiers or something. Um, no, it's rapid fire. Yeah. Uh, you said <laughs> duffel bag or what? Suitcase. 
suitcase. <laughs> and no professional track athlete had better give a different answer than suitcase with wheels. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Cookie Monster or Oscar the Grouch? Uh, I mean, if you know my personality at all, obviously Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> eggnog or nah? Eggnog for show. Last but not least. And non-spiked, both spectacular. <laughs> Online shopping, you can't remember your three-digit code. Are you getting your card or skipping the purchase? Ooh. <laughs> probably gonna skip, probably gonna skip the purchase. All right. I, I look at friends. those things as signs of signs from God that I'm not supposed to be buying the <laughs> superfluous thing that I'm currently buying. Uh, you have survived. I would like to note that I'm on, what is it, day six-ish, day five-ish of quarantine, and I have not made one online purchase. <laughs> I need kudos for this. I have not made one. Frank, there ever was. That, is, that is spectacular. I do think, however, you have scrolled to the end of the internet. You know, well, <laughs> I got to find, I got to find 2023s out there. So anyways, oh. yeah, she's totally <laughs> moving on. All right, so finishing up with heartbeat props this evening. Uh, I don't get my out. extra questions. Oh, just kidding, I forgot. I, Lucius, I know you got at least one good one for somebody dressed like that. <laughs> no, I, 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 I don't really have a great question, uh, but I, I would like to know what inspires a grown man to buy such a thing? <laughs> So I'm going to give you an honest answer. And, and there's, a, there's going to be a, an Instagram post with, with me in this. When someone, when you are as competitive as I am, when someone has a competition for best or worst thing worn at an ugly sweater competition, like this is what you get, right? Like I saw it okay. in the store. I was with someone who was, helping to host the party and they basically were like you won't buy that i was like i mean i said the f and they're like nah you won't buy that and you certainly won't wear it i was like oh i will wear it i wear it in public if i have to and so then i did it, it, it's a onesie right it is absolutely a onesie it's warm it's actually hot truth be told. <laughs> i can't okay uh, that's a good answer all right so my my question is not in the spirit of rapid fire, but I feel like this, I feel like he said this so well last time and it got cut off of our previous broadcast. So I want to give him oh an opportunity boy. now to, to have his moment. Um, oh boy. Sir, my, my, my partner in crime, it, we are officially retired after seven years of dominance. We, we are. The floor is yours. Oh, uh, I guess I, I just want to. I want to say to all the all the people out there who are both fans, haters, uh, passers-by, um, pretenders to the throne, those of you who claim you, oh well, we was gonna get y'all, but listen, I understand. I, <laughs> I was gonna beat Dan O'Brien. But, and at the end of the day, I didn't, right? And I have to wear that, right? He's like the only decathlete from my era that I didn't beat. 
hey, you know what? It is what it is. Seven years speaks for itself. Uh, our skill level is above reproach at this point. Um, and I do really believe we were starting to cause some uh, legitimate ruckuses and, and consternation in the, in the community. So uh, in the interest of sewing things back together and being givers, um, going forward, uh, Clyde and myself will be co-hosts of the annual Athletics LLC Spades Tournament. Um, it will be done by brackets. Applications will, will be open starting January 1st. Um, oh my gosh. There will be, uh, <laughs> there'll be a cap on the field of 64. Uh, there are no 65 through 68 play-in games. Uh, you know, but at the end of the day, we will, we will be there for all games, for the championships, and uh, we will pass out the awards. There will be some Athletics LLC swag available to both purchase and win. And uh, I think it will be a much better time for those who are in the, the general presence of both Clyde and myself when they can see how amiable and wonderful um, our powers are when they're used for good. Because at the end of the day, I don't really like who I am on the spades table. Um, and uh, I don't think that there, I know for sure there's at least one individual, but there are probably several individuals that really don't like who Clyde is on the spades table. Um, <laughs> you know, I have a scooter at my house that I now have to send back to San Jose for, uh, for Clyde's now healed um, employee. Listen, Look, there was a gentleman who came to the convention this year who had recently torn his Achilles. I said, well, why don't you have your scooter? Because I know for sure that you're too close to post-op that you're not supposed to be out here. And this is what he said to me. I'm not trying to show up to the convention with my scooter and then have you take it in a spades game. So like, I, you know, listen, we, I we love you all. Out. I love you all. And, and the retirement is going to suit Clyde and I very well. Um, and, and we look forward to passing the throne on to, to others, having a much more enjoyable time at the convention. Do, do, do we both have applications open for new partnerships? I honestly personally believe that we should retire, period. Because, I, because the issue is, is that who we become on the spades table is the problem, whether we're together <laughs> or not. And I, mean, I think it's imp it's important that we just not do that any longer. Sir Lucius, yes, yes. Lucius. Can we do heartbeat props now, please? <laughs> <laughs> please, can we do heartbeat props? Lucius, that was a great question. Totally out of here. <laughs> I don't understand why Sir Lucius has never nothing, jumped on the space table. Because I've never been given the chance. That's oh, all. you're in. Oh. You, you just got to, you got to. Get you a partner. There you okay. go. Okay. Okay. So, I, first of all, I'm not. Okay. I will get a partner and play you guys, but I will not participate in this foolery that I have to play somebody to get to play you guys. No, not doing that. So, without going there, you know what? It is time no, we, for heartbeat. We, we are open to exhibitions, so maybe that's what we'll do. As a as a free exhibition, Clyde and I will play Sir Lucius and his partner of choice. How about that? Because I know that we won't be that way with you. 
it's fine. Oh, oh my gosh. And, it, and, it, and if you are, I'm fine. And it, it won't rattle me. But can oh we? Oh my God. Because I just I'm unpacked all it. the petty in my soul. Jeez. That was tremendous. Right. Thank you very just much. That's what Clyde wanted you that. to do. Exactly. <laughs> that was that was awesome. Thank you. <laughs> that was what was in the cup. <laughs> oh my gosh! Now, oh. and before we wrap up it with heartbeat props, just showing us, showing off Clyde and I's garb. Sir Lucius's is very apparent, so we are in in holiday spirit. That's all I got. I got, I, I got the hat, I got the beard, I got my these, these I think these light up, but I don't know how to make I don't know how to turn them on. Lucy <laughs> has some house lights and a UGA colored hat on. Yep. It's not you, it's not G, it, it's not UGA, but, but it's okay. His, his answer was yep. <laughs> and right. sold. So heartbeat props, lifting up those oh. who can hear it now and and uh, just giving them some kudos while they're here to hear them. Um, is it bad form to be petty in your heartbeat props? No. Yes, very. Oh, no, okay. not at all. Okay, not <laughs> at all. <laughs> won't be. Not at all. In fact, go ahead. No, I, I will not. I, I will not. Um, but I will go first. I will go first. Um, you're wearing the Grinch. For real. You're, you're required for real. petty. In I, I, for real. Um, I, I do want. I do want to give uh, heartbeat props to all the fans of the show. Um, I don't know if you could tell because I try to be cool, but the live episode really uh, got to me from a positive perspective to actually see faces light up to see us do our thing. Um, and to be excited to be out there and be quote unquote in our presence. These are words other people used. Um, I just think that's awesome. And to those who wonder how long can we keep this up? I mean, as long as we feel like it is thus far, I don't think anybody has any desire to go anywhere. You know, I know the governor was quite upset that he wasn't on the show tonight. He had some things he had to take care of, you know, life happens, but the show will continue in perpetuity, far as I know. So that's a thank you to everyone. Um, I don't think my heartbeat props are petty. Um, they're not meant to be. Uh, <laughs> my, my heartbeat props seriously go out to all of my colleagues who are currently in a situation where they are now having to deal with COVID coming back from the convention, which respectfully uh, seems like it turned into a little bit of a super spreader event. Um, I will say this, and, and I truly mean this, obviously I hope everybody um, good health and uh, a quick recovery, but the convention was great. It, you know, We hadn't had one in a while. It was good to see everybody but there was a lot of recklessness going on, a lot of poor decisions uh, being made. And, you know, to everybody out there, and I say we, because we were all there, right? Some of us have su are suffering from it, some of us aren't. We've got to do better, people, because if we don't, 
don't act like our season ain't going to go away because it absolutely can. And no one wants to return to that reality. So, um, you know, to, to my colleagues that are, that are suffering through this, I, I wish you health and a speedy recovery. Um, I damn sure don't want to lose anybody uh, to this, to this disease, to, to this variant, to this pandemic. Um, I've already known too many people personally that have passed. So it, it's still a very scary time. And as we get ready to, you know, get into indoor, um, we have to be the leaders uh, for our kids and we have to make uh, better decisions because it can't be, we, we just can't be as reckless as a lot of people were being in, in Florida. This thing is still very real and in certain cases it's getting worse. So please, um, we all want our seasons and we all want our friends and families to be around. So we got to do better, do better. And I'm going to make mine short and sweet because um, that's exactly where my heartbeat problems was going to those who are suffering from this. Not, and not just in the track of the community, but people all over the, the world were suffering through this new variant. And no matter what your thoughts and beliefs are, this thing is real. So please do ever what it takes to take care of yourself, to take care of your friends, take care of your family. For those of you who do have it, please get well soon. And uh, for those of you in the track and field community, please behave yourselves because as my man Clyde said, we've put a lot of hard work in it. We don't want it to all go bye-bye because people don't want to be compliant or uh, serious about what's going on. Yep, last but not least, I'll go. Um, just wanted to say thank you for those who chose to come to my roundtable at the Women in Coaching Symposium. Um, I felt whether you got there because that was the only seat left or because you actually chose, I'm appreciative because I've gotten a few emails and stops while we're still in Florida um, in regards to things that were spoken to. And um, those touched my heart because I just want to help whoever I can who will let me. So thank you to you all. Um, I hope you all enjoyed yourselves and the things that I was able to bring to light actually resonated with you. So other than that, Gentlemen, another fine episode, another great holiday with you all. Um, but other than that, we'll see each other soon. Have a great holiday coming up. Be jolly, be great, be safe, and stay healthy. Bye, everyone. Get your boosters. When the lights come on, the road just get to running. When the lights come on, opponents mess the plumbing. Would you like it warm, hot, knife the butter? Them hard, knock them off that rebuttal. Tsunami, tidal wave to your puddle. Tough love, punch you in the arms, little brothers. Athletics double, I'll see it, there's no others. Track and field's pace, and we'll peel to go further. Hey, Wiley, Coyote, it's Roadrunners. Feels like you know us, you've been with us the whole summer. If not for this quarantine, these four corners wouldn't be here, but we're here, so start learning. You gotta earn your stripes, gotta get your scars. Show you how to fight, but show us who you are. Lack experience, but still you wanna talk. And who is actually talking to your circle's kinda small. Heads prevail when the backbone's strong. Gotta keep it coming, no won't last long. Pass a failed and sell the sad song. And if you don't check yourself, then that's wrong. Just trying to give you the real that you asked for. So why you keep cutting us off to ask more? We put it in slow mode, but you fast forward. Athletics, devil, I'll see the task force.